Welcome to Linda's Corner. My name is Linda Bjork, and today we're going to be talking about creating your life on your own terms. I'm delighted to welcome special guest, Christy Fexer. Christy has 20 years of entrepreneurial experience, 10 years of mentoring and coaching, and a lifetime of personal development. She is also the host of the podcast, All in the Name of Growth. You can reach Christy at her website, christyfexer.com, and I'll include a link in the show notes. Welcome, Christy. I'm so glad that you could join with me today. Hi, Linda. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. I am too. I had so much fun being on your show and having that great conversation. I'm just excited to keep it going and to flip chairs and to be able to continue this. So you have always enjoyed just kind of, you wanted to live life on your own terms. So can you start with your story and why you are what you are and why you do what you do? Yes, I would love to. So I think, you know, it really starts back in my childhood and I was actually trying to figure out the other day, like why I am the way that I am. Like, when did this all start? And I remember there was a moment in time, um, my parents were actually divorced when I was little. So we did, you know, split time between two homes at, at times. And I remember that there was a time over at my dad's house and he wasn't really great at providing a lot of opportunity for us to be kids, right? Like it was just like, when we went to my dad's house, we were just like there. And there wasn't ever really like a lot of food in the house or things to entertain us. And like, it was, it was really honestly just kind of boring. And so I remember like this moment in time where it was like, I hate this. I want to be in control of my life. I don't ever want to be at the mercy of somebody else telling me where I have to go or what that's going to be like. I want to be able to provide the things for myself that I want. So as I started getting older, and that was very young. As I started getting older and people would ask me, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would, I would flip around between, you know, like a lawyer or a dental hygienist or a psychologist. And at the heart of all of those things, though, was really I wanted something that I could create my own schedule and be in control of my own life. I wanted to be able to have the freedom to live my life in the way I wanted to and not to have constraints on what other people wanted for me or what that was going to look like. I wanted it to just be on my terms. So as I, as I moved forward in, you know, into college and was trying to look at, you know, what profession is actually going to provide me with that, it, be, it became about business and entrepreneurship. And I was like, it was like the, the heavens parted when I realized that that was an <laughs> option. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that's so it. That's me. That's what I want to do. And, and so I started going to school um, for business and entrepreneurship and about six credits shy of um, graduation, I was like, what am I doing here? I'm like acing all of my classes. I am still playing in other people's ballparks. Like this is still somebody else's terms for myself. And I already inherently know all of this stuff. I had started working when I was 14. So I had lots of work experience, lots of independence, lots of like belief in myself that I could handle anything that came my way. And so I, I just was like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I actually want to go start my own business and do my own thing. So um, at that time I was married, I, you know, just newly married. We had our little daughter and it was like, I'm done. I'm done being in the world of somebody else and I'm going to just go do my thing. So that was kind of like the, the leading up to me, just, I don't know, I guess creating the life on my terms and, and being able to do my own thing. Okay. I love that. And you brought up so many different things. So is it okay if we kind of go back and unpack things? Because as you talked about growing up and having those experiences, and I think it is so important that we go back and rediscover why we do what we do. 
because sometimes we'll have a drive and it's like, where did that come from? It's like, I have no idea. I have no idea. It's just, I just have always been that way. And when we figure out the whys, it helps us to be able to understand ourselves better. And when we understand ourselves better, then we're able to move forward and to grow better. So that is so beautiful. And as you're talking about this experience and spending time and not being in control of yourself, and that's true for any child because we don't get to be in charge of ourselves until we're adults. But I love that you brought up the specific things of dealing with the situation of divorce because that affects so many people and it affects us in different ways. And I also loved in our conversation before when you talked about how when we are uh, trying to figure out the whys and wherefores and we assume as children that the adults in our lives have all the answers and that they understand everything and that they're coming from this place of wisdom. And then when we grow up and we realize we ourselves are not always functioning at 100%, we don't have everything figured out. So as we go through that process, it's helpful to recognize and to be able to look at this is why and to look with compassion at the people who influenced us and say, huh, you know what? He was just a human. He didn't know what the heck he was doing. Right. So well done on all of that. Okay. So we're kids. We want to, we want to have this power. And I think everybody wants it when you, when you grow up, we want it of some kind. Well, actually that's not true. Some people still like to be told what to do because it's safer. So for you, you had that power and that independence. I want to do what I want to do. And then that led to this business. And then you said, and I'm still playing by your rules. I'm still playing by somebody else's rules. So I have kind of a question. Are there any rules that, you know, feel like they're universal that, that you fit in and, and maybe I fit in that are, we can, we can be ourselves and be free, but still, I don't know. I mean, we have to get along with people. We can't all, everybody just say, I'm going to do whatever the heck I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that one of the things that's really important um, that is a universal rule and people can tap into it or ignore it, you know, like, which is true of all rules, right? Whether they're universal laws or they're just regular laws. Um, and that is that we have the ability, we have an inherent worth inside of ourselves that is determined just because we are who we are. And it has nothing to do with anybody else, has nothing to do with people believe about us or say about us or think about us. That's really none of our business anyways. Um, our business is what's happening inside of ourselves. And if we will take the time to spend on introspection and self-awareness and really trying to understand who we are and why we are the way that we are, it only helps us to be able to become the person who I, the way, the best way that I can describe it is that I know I have my own back. And I think that there are moments in time where I was able to look back. And I think that this is going to be true for everybody, but I think some people choose to ignore it. There are moments in time where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So let me give an example of that. When I was 18, I graduated from high school and I had been dating a guy for my junior and my senior year, two weeks before graduation, heartbreakingly, we broke up. This was the guy I was going to marry. It was like, this was like, our life was kind of determined out. And, um, it was, I just, I didn't want to be there. And we lived in a small, small town in Wyoming and everybody decided that they needed to tell me all of his comings and goings. And when he went to the grocery store and I was like, This county is not big enough for both of us. I can't stay here. I have to leave. And so six months after graduating, I packed up my car and my mom wrote me a hundred dollar check and I moved to a new state and I didn't have a job and I didn't really have, I mean, I was sleeping at a friend's house until I could find a more permanent situation and find a job. I didn't have anything really going for me at that point, except for this hundred dollars that my mom had given to me. (laughs) And 
I made it work. I'm still living in the same state. I, and I think that it's in those hard moments where we test ourselves and we find out what we're really made of. And I know that that is true for every person because life is just hard sometimes. And there are moments in time where you have had your own back. And if you will just sit with that for a moment and realize that you can figure out whatever comes at you, you will only be better for it. And it will only give you more confidence to be able to live life on your terms, to be able to set boundaries, to be able to say, you know, this is what I am okay with. And this is not what I am okay with. And there's a breaking point and you don't have to live in misery. Oh, I love that. How incredible that you are so capable and confident at such a young age. And I love if we go back to my question that went to the story that went to the thing of what are some universal rules. I love that you put it into inherent value, that I have inherent value and I've got my back. And you know what? The person who's got my back really cares about me. And that is huge. And then if we can take that and then say, all right, and now I also recognize that you have inherent value and he has inherent value and she has inherent value then that is going to influence not only the way that I feel about myself, but my interactions with other people, that I see something in them, the divine in them. In fact, I've heard that the word aloha and namaste actually mean the same thing. And it's basically the God in me sees the God in you or the divine in me sees the divine in you. And that, if that's the basis, we are good to go because I'm in a good place and I'm going to treat other people with respect as well. And we need community. So I'm so glad that you have your own back. We got to have our own back. And then isn't it wonderful that we can also create a community of people who will also have our back? Because as awesome as we are as an individual, we're so much stronger as a community. So love it. Love, love, love. Okay. So now you talk about how in order to be successful in anything, really the basis is that working on our personal development So do you want to kind of explain that? How does this create a foundation so that we can be successful in whatever the heck we want to do? Yeah. So one of the first things that I, so let's take it back probably 10, well, maybe more than that, 15 years ago, um, my husband got really into Anthony Robbins and he was just like, like it just spoke to him. He was like, holy cow. And he came from a really dysfunctional kind of background and family circumstances. And so there was a lot in there to unpack. When he found Anthony Robbins, it was like, like a ladder, like he would talked about, like there was a ladder that he could like find his way out of this life story that he had been telling himself and living in. And I was like, oh, that's good for you, but I don't need any personal development. <laughs> and it, it really was like, I already got my own back. I'm already good enough at the way that I am. And it was this kind of, you know, process, obviously, which is usually what it is, right? It's always a process to kind of come around And there was this one time I was away from home and I came back home and he was like, um, I just spent like our last $5. And I was like, on what? Like we were in a really financial tough place when we were younger, when we were first married. And he was like, um, on this movie, it's called the secret. And I was like, what? He's like, and I really want you to watch it. And I know you're going to think it's really weird, but can you please just watch it and like have an open mind about it? And I was like, okay, let's do it. And so he played the secret for me and it was incredible. 
some of the stuff that they said in there just really hit me in a different way than other things had. And it was really, I mean, some of it was very affirming because of things that I already believed. Some of it was really like giving myself a different awareness and a different perspective. There was a huge perspective shift that was happening that I was in charge of my life and I could actually create it to be the way that I wanted to be. And, you know, that my thoughts and the way that I spoke to myself and the way that I treated others and the way that I saw the world really affected that, you know, the way that my life was going to be. And so it was the first time we had ever sat down and created vision boards and really kind of thought out, like, what do we want our life to be like? And a couple of years later, I remember I had written a check um, out to myself for $10,000 because that's what I wanted my monthly income to be. And I stuck it up on my vision board. And within a couple of years that came about and I was making $10,000 a month. And it just like, there are moments in time where you recognize that something's not working and something has to change. And that was kind of one of those moments for me was that I didn't like the situation that we were in financially. I didn't like, you know, being stressed about being able to put shoes on my children's feet and being able to provide for them. I didn't like feeling like um, I was at the mercy of whatever it was, my husband's job or, you know, whatever that looked like at that time, because there's been an ebb and flow in life where I wasn't fully in control of my circumstances. And I think that that's just because I was giving that control away rather than keeping it for myself and saying, no, I am in control and I am going to do the work it's going to take for me to be able to have the life that I want to live rather than turning it over to somebody else and saying, yeah, if you'll pay me X dollars an hour, that would be really helpful. Right. Um, and so I really got into personal development after really um, hearing the secret and the message that it was trying to say was that we are really in control of our lives. And so I did, I did a deep dive into personal development. It is something that I think is really important because it helps us to be able to borrow other people's minds and experiences and not have to live them for ourselves and be able to make those changes and feel that perspective shift within ourselves And I've also seen the way that it changes other people's lives. So the last 10 years, I've been mentoring women and helping them to be able to start their own businesses. And it's been a really eye-opening experience to be able to take not only the stuff that I have um, learned and that they're learning, but I was able to take the stuff that I was learning and then make it applicable in their lives. You know, that maybe, maybe that thing that I read wasn't for me, maybe it was for them and I get to be the messenger for them. So personal development, like you said, it isn't always just about you. It's about the community that you can impact. And that's how I have seen it really um, benefit, not just myself, but the people around me is that it helps them to see, well, if she can change, and this is what she's saying that I can do in my own life, then maybe I can also change. That is awesome. Wow. So many awesome, amazing things. So for those who are listening, who are not yet familiar with this movie, and there's also a book called The Secret. It is kind of a documentary sort of on the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is basically that what we, what we think, what we say, uh, our, our energy, our intention that we put out into the world has a way of coming back to us. And it comes back in, in a physical form and they call that manifesting. And some people put it in this way. Thoughts become things. So the way that we, the way that we think and the way that we assume our life is uh, usually comes true. And I've had another person explain it this way. He said, you know, whatever message you send out into the universe, the universe will respond, this is true. Here's some more evidence to support that. And so whatever things we choose to put out there comes back to us. 
And I know in my personal experience with, I had to work on my negative self-talk because those thoughts uh, have a way of, of coming true. And so to change that into putting into positive thoughts, positive thoughts about myself, positive thoughts about my circumstances, these things make a difference. Now, I love talking a little bit about your experience with, with you and with your husband and the, the kind of the attitudes and the experiences that you both brought to this, you know, this union and how you had this confidence and independence and I got this. And he came from a, a place of dysfunction and some things that needed to be unpacked. And what's so beautiful about personal development is it doesn't matter where we start. Right. There is nothing that limits us or makes it so that it's for everyone except for me. Right. Because I think in a lot of our heads, we think, oh, that's nice for other people, but it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's helpful to hear this story and this story and say, no, actually, it doesn't matter where you start. All it is is a starting point. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can learn and grow and develop. So super awesome. And I'm delighted that you have been able to reach your goals and that you're able to now use your experiences, not only for yourself, but for others. And that is so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love the quote, a rising tide raises all boats. And I think that there is so much truth in that, that when we, whether it's in a, you know, a relationship like my husband and I, um, you know, when I'm down, he lifts me up. And when, you know, when he's down, I can help lift him up or in our communities, you know, in our work environment, in our families, whatever that is, is I, I know for a fact that when we work on ourselves and we try and better ourselves, it only helps the people around us to want the same things for themselves. And, and at first glance, some of them may reject it and they be, may be like, you know, I don't, like you're saying, well, that's good for you, but it's not for me. And, you know, there are some people that have to overcome their own limitations in their time, but it is not for us to be able to shrink to meet other people's. We are always meant to grow. And I am a huge, huge advocate for personal growth. Obviously, that's why my podcast is all in the name of growth. It is something that I wholeheartedly believe in, and I've only seen good things about it. And I know for a fact that it gives us an ability to be able to magnify and identify in other people. And I like what you said about being able to see other people and say, okay, if I, if I can see goodness in me, I can see goodness in them too. And I don't know how familiar you are with the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram eight. Um, and so that is really the person who like really first obviously advocates for themselves, but then also loves to advocate for others. And that is definitely the kind of person that I am. I love being able to, when I was doing my business before, um, I had this really great wellness business and it was really thriving. But the thing that I really loved about it was helping other people create their own businesses and be able to be successful in their own lives and see the changes that were magnified in them. And that was, that's why I am here today doing what I am doing. Um, because I really like to be able to help people find their own self-worth and to be able to see that they have something to give to the world. And yeah, that's kind of why I am where I am. I love it. And if we can even go on this a little more. So for anyone who's listening, who has, we have wonderful, wonderful people who feel like, you know, my, my purpose is to serve other people. And, and I don't really matter that much. I'm just helping. I'm just here to help oh. others. And although there is an element of, of goodness in that, I'd like to bring in this, this idea that personal development is not just about you. 
Uh-huh. Because sometimes people think, well, I don't need to work on these things because maybe I'm not that important or maybe it feels selfish uh-huh. and I don't want to be self-centered or selfish. I want to be thinking about other people. And I think as women, it's very, very normal and very natural to be thinking about the needs of others and putting their needs ahead of our own. And so yeah. when you talk about, well, let's work on, on ourselves, they think, well, first of all, I don't have time because I'm too busy taking care of everybody else. And second of all, it doesn't really matter, but it does. Oh, yeah. You just pushed a button in me. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no. I'm I'm ready to fight for that statement. Oh, would you? Let's, (laughs) let's, let's hear your fight. Let's hear your, okay. So someone is feeling that way. Okay. Let's say it's me. It's like, you know, all right. So Christy, I, you know, all this stuff you're saying is really good, but I'm taking care of the needs of some other people and you know what I need doesn't really matter. So, you know, what do you think about that? So I came across a quote a couple of weeks ago that was the best thing that you can give to your children. And I would say everybody around you is your own happiness. And the second is vegetables, which I loved because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's true on both counts, but let's address the first part. The best thing that you can give to those around you is your own happiness. And when we have this mentality that my job as a wife and a mom, as you know, a care provider, as a sibling, a daughter, as a employee or employer or a boss or whatever title you want to make up that, that defines you, it never, ever overrides the fact that you are you and you in yourself have your own divine worth and that you have value in yourself and you cannot give what you don't already inherently have. You can't give food if you don't have it. You can't give money if you don't have it. You can't give service if you don't possess it. You can't give love if you can't first love yourself. So while you're saying, well, I'm so busy providing for all of these people, I have to put myself on the back burner. I want you to understand that you're not showing up in your full capacity. You are a shell of who you actually could be if you actually invested in yourself first. And I know that some people are gonna be like, well, that's so selfish to invest all of that time in myself. But again, you can't give what you don't possess. You can't draw water from an empty well. And if you are never allowing yourself that self-care and that self-development and that self-awareness and that time for introspection to recognize, how can I grow? How can I be better? How can I serve better? How can I all of these things better? If you don't allow yourself to do that, you're not showing up in your life in the way that you actually could be showing up in your life. It could be so much more meaningful and powerful. Your relationships could be so much better. Your work experience could be so much more rich. If you just first understand yourself and who you are, what makes you tick, how to set your boundaries, how to create balance, how to gain more confidence. And I have a whole course that covers all of this stuff because I'm so passionate about it that I was like, Okay, we need to like walk people through these things because it's not something that you learn in school. It's not something that you learn, you know, in an educational system. It's not even something a lot that people's parents will teach them. And you're going through life blindly trying to figure out like, how can I do this better? This doesn't feel right. Well, I have a whole course that's going to walk you through all the aspects of it and how to actually make your life exactly the way you want it to be. Okay, so let's talk about your course a little bit. How long is it? How much time? You said, I don't need to want to spend all this time. How much time is it? does it take? I mean, if I've got, you know, five minutes in a day, can I do something or is it going to take me hours and hours? No, I, I think that, that it's really, it's really a choice, right? Because I know that there are people who spend lots of time binge watching Netflix or <laughs> they, 
you know. True story. <laughs> or they are always in the mode of learning and never implementing, right? Like we will listen to hours of podcasts, but never actually implement any of that into our lives. So like we have to kind of unpack the whole idea of I don't have time. Well, you do, right? We all have 24 hours and it is a choice the way we fill those hours. That is first and foremost, the reality. And if you are saying, I don't have time to give myself an hour a week to focus on bettering myself, then there's a huge problem. And there's something that like, there's an underlying thing there that needs to be addressed because you should, without a doubt, be able to give yourself at least an hour a week, if not an hour a day. So, um, yes, I understand that there are busy people and they have lots of things on their plates. And yes, in the course, you definitely can. I don't, there isn't a timeline on it that says you have to finish in this amount of time. It opens up as you know, you're ready for the next module and allows you to be able to move through it at your pace. And I find that people, you know, in module one, it like, I'm not playing around module one. I have people get back to me and they are like, I'm going to have to sit with this for a minute because you asked me questions that I have never even considered before. And so I'm going to have to take a minute to digest that. And I'm like, please do as much time as you need, but don't neglect it. Like don't put it off in the name of I'm going to sit with it and then not actually, you know, like the whole learning, not, not doing thing, mm-hmm. um, do something with it, actually fill out the worksheets and then move on to the next part. But yeah, I mean, it's, I think that development, like I said before, it's a process. It's a process of getting from where you are to where you want to be. And the time that it takes to get there is going to be different for everybody, depending on how invested you are in that change. And, and how many beliefs and shortcomings you have to overcome and are willing to overcome. So true. That is fantastic. And I caught two specific time options, and I know there are infinite, but an hour a day or an hour a week. And an hour a week, if we broke that down, that's less than 10 minutes a day. And we can do that. We can all find 10 minutes in a day. So as we're talking, there is... um, uh, there's necessary buy-in. There is, uh, I'm not going to do this unless I feel like it has value. And mm-hmm. if it's going to first do me some good, that matters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. second of all, that I am worth it. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that it will make me be a better person in every capacity that I that I function in. So mm-hmm. if we can recognize all of these things and then say, and the time is reasonable. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if we're crawling or walking or skipping or running. It does matter that we're not standing still. Yes. And it does matter that we're not, you're not actually, you're sliding backwards. Oh, isn't that There the is truth? no standing still. There is no standing still. Well, I guess it's a little bit almost like a treadmill where we can stand still. But our progress goes backwards unless we are, unless we are doing something about it. And so that matters so much. So for those who are listening, can you tell them, I, I, I'm going to give your website, is that where they find this course mm-hmm. to be able to help walk mm-hmm. them through how to be able to do this? Because mm-hmm. it, matters. it matters. It really does. It really does matter. I, and I, you know, a lot of people, you know, they have more practical courses and I could do other courses, right? Like I've had so much experience in business and the things that I've done over the years. And I could talk about a lot of things. I could talk about how to, you know, design your website and how to do HTML and how to create a good business card. And, you know, like all of those things, I can talk about all those things, 
But none of that really matters until we can figure out at our core who we are and we can fix what's inside of us so that we can show up more magnificently in all areas of our life. So that's that's why I talk about what I talk about, because I, I recognize that inside of ourselves, that's the first place we have to start if we want to create big changes in our life. Ooh, I love it. And we've talked about change. There's a combination of learning and doing. So can you give us one thing that I can do that I could do today that's going to help me bring me, you know, one step closer, whether I'm crawling or walking or skipping or running, that I am moving forward rather than going backwards? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thanks for asking that question. Boundaries. Women, men, we are horrible at setting boundaries. It's so easy for us to be like, yes, yes, I will do that for you. Yes, I will do that for you. And on the inside, we're like, man, I really wish I could have said no to that. I want you to practice saying no to the things you want to say no to and yes to the things that matter most to you. I tell people all the time, when you say yes to something you want to say no to, you are actually saying no to the thing you want the most because we are only given 24 hours in a day. We are only given a limited opportunity. And if we are spending our time doing the things that we don't want to be doing, it doesn't give us the time to do the things that we actually want to be doing. And so often we will say yes to things and people and circumstances that we don't want to have in our lives. And then we resent those situations and we're frustrated with the people that we actually love and that we want to be spending our time with. And it turns into this like pool of negativity because we didn't stand up for ourselves and say, no, thank you. And I also want you to understand that no is a complete sentence. You don't have to justify yourself. You do not have to tell people why you're not doing it or how it impacts you or any of those things. You can just say, oh, thanks for the opportunity, but I can't right now. End sentence. It doesn't have to have anything else. You don't have to justify your choices. You can just say no. Ooh, I like that. Setting boundaries. What would our lives be like if we set our boundaries? Oh, we would have so much more freedom and we would have more time. Enjoy joy. Oh, lovely. That's awesome. I had another friend who explained boundaries this way. He said, you know, it's not about saying no. It's actually about saying yes to yourself. Yes. It's about saying yes. As you mentioned, when I am saying yes to you, I am saying no to myself. Right. If I'm saying yes to myself, that might include, in fact, it's going to include saying no to some other things. And then one step further, it's if someone else says no to me, rather than being offended, just recognize, oh, they are saying yes to themselves. I have that permission. And so do you. It has nothing to do with me. It has to do with where they're at and what they're able to handle at this time. Yes. So, oh, excellent. Is there anything else you want to make sure we cover before we close today? No, I think that was a lot for people to try and like put in and sit with for a minute. I don't want to overwhelm minds because confused minds always say no. So we can just just let them sit with that for a little bit. I think that's a good place to start. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for visiting with me today, Christy. Thank you for having me on, Linda. I really, really enjoyed it. Me too. In closing, I'd like to share a quote by Og Mandino. He said, the important thing is that we must be constantly moving forward. And our growth should never end. Today, I invite you to grow and to move forward. See you next time on Linda's Corner. Thanks for listening. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Linda's Corner, please share and subscribe to help us reach new listeners. I also invite you to check out my nonprofit, Hope for Healing, at the website hopeforhealingfoundation.org for free ebooks and other free resources to help increase happiness, build confidence and self esteem, strengthen relationships, manage stress, and calm feelings of depression and anxiety. I also invite you to grab a copy of one of my books, like Crushed A Journey Through Depression, or Amazon bestseller You Got This, an action plan to calm fear, anxiety, worry, and stress. See you next time on Linda's Corner.